Hello, everyone, and happy Elden Ring Day. Welcome to episode 59 of the Gaming Duel Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Kelvin Rallone, and I'm joined by Bingeworthy Gaming's Kevin Fairbrother. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up? What's up? Good, 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 man. If you're new to the show, we are the podcast that provides profound and engaging discussions on the latest gaming news every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Yes, sir. Kevin, how you been? Pretty good, man. I mean, I'm kind of new to the show as well, man. I mean, I'm, I've am i been on PTG twice. Yes. This is completely different now, This man. is completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting. It's exciting, man. So, obviously, if you guys are not new to the show and you've been watching us for quite some time, Rob is gone missing. He's not here. He, we don't know where he is. We, I've been posting flyers everywhere, you know, trying to see where he is, and no, no news as of yet. So he is MIA, and I think our last conversation was he was trying to complete his Pokedex or something and Arceus, and from there on, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck happened to him. So he is just gone. <laughs> well, behind the scenes, we've been planning for a while now just to replace him completely, right? So yeah, I think this makes a better duel. Don't <laughs> yeah. you agree, Kevin? Yeah. Kelvin? Like, I think this yeah. is this is the actual game duel. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, besides, I mean, regardless, Robert's gone, but the show must go on. You know what I mean? For sure. So we we need to get the show rolling. So a couple things here. Uh, our website is now live. We have a website. So head on over to gamingduopod.com to get latest episodes. Uh, review our website or our episodes and find us on social media there you can do all those cool things there watch us on youtube like all this really great information that you can kind of find um on our podcast on our website so go into gamingduopod.com to check that out for us um i'm excited for this week this this is going to be a great great conversation here we have a lot to talk about uh, so let's just dive right into it the first news here for the day is gonna for the week is gonna be street fighter 6 revealed now, Benj, before I get into any of the information here, sure. are you a Street Fighter fan? Like, what what's your history with Street Fighter? Uh, not a whole lot. I think the okay, last, I'm on the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last time, I mean, I've I've played it at people's houses, just dabbling. Sure, sure. But I I really haven't played it played it since like Street Fighter Two or something, something like that, man. Yeah, it's been a hot I day. I played. There was a a Street Fighter game, and I don't know the uh, chronological order of this, but. Street Fighter Alpha Plus or something, I think it was called. It was pretty cool. I think it was like Street Street Fighter Alpha Two Plus or something like that. It was okay. it's a fantastic game. But um, uh, so let's get right into it. So Street Fighter Six is revealed, teased by uh, Countdown Capcom tease last week. Capcom has finally announced Street Fighter Six following the end of the Capcom Pro Tour Pro Tour Fighting Game Exhibition. The reveal con- coincided with the 35th anniversary of the franchise. This 40-second trailer shows Ryu and Luke setting up their stances, followed by uh, the new Street Fighter VI logo. Um, And more information is soon to come in the summer. Capcom also announced the Capcom Fighting Collection. Ten classic titles, including Red Earth, the full Dark uh, Soccer series, Street Fighter II Hyper, and much more, including online play for all titles announced. So, you watched the trailer, Binge? Absolutely. What did you think of it? underwhelming <laughs> yeah for sure yeah yeah i mean I, I, there's only so much you could do in like 49 seconds right right but they could have done significantly more i yeah. mean not not even hyped for it like even ryu man ryu just didn't look like ryu to me he looked fucking yoked you know what i'm saying like yeah that's the i don't know what they're so street fighter 5 kind of had that similar um bulkiness to the characters right where they yeah. looked really it reminds me of Gears of War with like just how bulky they are. Yeah. Very interesting choice, right? And and very interesting choice of engine too. We'll talk yes. about that in a bit. Yeah, so I guess uh they're going with the Resident Evil engine. Yes. yes. Which which kind of makes sense because I'm getting like Chris Redfield vibes when I look at Ryu just Right. Just Again, another Jack, Diesel right? yeah, Jack dude. Yeah, just so I don't know if it quite works in the fighting world, but we'll see. And that that's actually great that you said that because I'm interested to see what that does because yeah. Um, of course, the RE engine we've mo- mas- mo- mostly seen it used with like Resident Evil Seven, right, and things like yep. that. So, how does it translate to a fighting game, right? How does it translate to like a like a two D kind of fighter or three D kind of fighter, but like side scrolling type of uh, gameplay, right? So that's going to be interesting yeah. to find out. Well, I mean, for me, I think the two D like platform fighter. I mean, it feels like a dying breed at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they're putting an emphasis on graphics. Mm-hmm. because it looks completely different than like even street fighter five right so i don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing because i don't need these guys to be too detailed because i seen uh when i was doing a little bit of research i seen some images of people talking about there's so much detail on ryu 
you, you can see something in his pants. That's all. That's what I've read too in Kotaku. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Do I want to click on this? I kind of do. Like, I, I, I gotta see. <laughs> I was like, I, I gotta see there's, what's there's going. Some, on. There's something there. I mean, like, you could throw so, something up on the screen for people, but it's it's interesting. But going back to the graphics, like you were saying, yeah. So they're going in a different direction. I feel like, but they're also, if you notice, they're still using kind of like that ink, um, you know, graphics that they've used in Street Fighter Five, right? So yeah. Yes, they're changing it up a little bit, but they're also kind of keeping that same um, kind of ink-looking graphical engine that they used for the previous game. So I don't know if I like that or not. I didn't really like it in Street Fighter V, so I'm not sure how that's going to translate with Street Fighter VI. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think they need to do to actually... Uh, so you, you said yourself you're, you're not really a huge Street Fighter VI or Street Fighter fan. Like, What do you think they need to do to actually get you into the hype train? Well, I, I think it's easy to say that like something like Smash is obviously like the dominant yes. fighting game, right? But I mean, you don't want to just completely just jump over there and you know get rid of what you what brought you to where you're at, right? I don't know. I don't know what it is that would like spice them up, but the two D platform. Honestly, we had this conversation when we were talking last time about like Grand Turismo, the newest mm-hmm. one. They, they all look the same, man. Yeah, like I I don't know what they could do to make it like realistic or better. I don't know. Yeah, I I think we're on the same boat here where we th- this is just not our type of game, right? No. Nope. We don't really vibe with these games, but I do appreciate them, right? Street Fighter 6, I know it's a popular game. I know it's going to be something that people are oh, looking yeah. forward to, right? My thing is so what can they make it what can they do to really entice people like people like us, right? So I think the online for me has to be key in my opinion. Um Street Fighter games have had online in the past, and I'm sure it worked fine, right? But I think they need to really emphasize on the like netcode of of each of this game specifically, right? Yeah. If you improve, if you have a great netcode, you obviously have a better online infrastructure, which entices people to play the game online. And I think that's one of the key things because I feel like a lot of fighting games don't really have a great structure when it comes to online like you it's yeah. kind of dependent on who is playing with you and how good their connection is so this could be something that they could really delve into another thing too i know that sony purchased evo last year yeah and that kind of coincides with this right with okay sony purchased evo last year i know street fighter 5 was exclusive to playstation 4 right Yep. Uh, back in 2006, I believe. So um, is are they going to do anything with e- with Sony and um, Capcom with Evo? Like, is that something that they're going to be working together with? Like, I'm curious to see what that does. Yeah, I mean, right now with the consoles kind of dabbling in, like, exclusivity and picking up different uh, developers, that, yeah. that could be something that, you know, Sony might want to use to their advantage. But, I mean, for me, when it comes to these things, like, even Smash, the thing I think made Smash like kind of get more and more hype is like the addition of new characters. I don't know if it's ever been done, but it would be kind of cool to see something like a street fighter versus Mortal Kombat. Cause I feel like Mortal Kombat's mm. on the same like path where they're just yeah. kind of doing the same thing. Um, I, don't, I don't know. A mashup like that might draw some eyes in. But That'd be pretty cool. I, I mean, <laughs> we, we obviously seen Capcom versus Marvel, right? Marvel versus Capcom. And that was obviously a hit. That was like a, uh, one of the staples in, in, in the gaming, um, exactly. fighting, um, space there so i think that would be pretty cool if they did that obviously I, we, we always go to that when you talk about fighting games you always want them to kind of like mesh different fighting games yeah. into one right just to kind of see how it is i don't know I, I don't know how that would translate with this game but i feel like if they focus on their core um like their core players and just focus on again like i said online and just make sure that that is um uh, kind of doing what it needs to do and on top of that just supporting the game for for years down the line right if they support this game for like kind of like how smash was supported then people will continue playing this game and i'm sure people will get excited um and then can you imagine them supporting it to like to the fullest and then having an announcement at like evo like that would be something that people would really want to watch and you know it just be something that people would look forward to you know yeah, I mean, speaking of like being excited, uh, what did the lo- logo do for you? <laughs> it 
I mean, you. I'm I'm pretty sure you've seen some of the things where it looks like a clip art or something, right? It looks yeah, pretty so, bad. So like you could find the same thing on like Adobe clip art for eighty bucks. Right. I I'm I'm again. Why? Why did they do that? Dude, <laughs> like first, it's just first weird. thought when I looked at it, I was like, dude, I think the guys like the gaming duo took more time on their logo. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Crazy. But... Trust me. It, yeah, it looked like they did nothing to really yeah. s- uh, set it apart. You know. Um, as far as the trailer goes, it was 40 seconds, right? We saw Ryu and we saw Luke. Ryu, bulky, right? But he also had kind of like a different outfit on, which looked, you know, like he had sandals on, for example, right? Like that that was yeah. kind of different. Like he never had sandals, right? He's always yeah. kind of barefoot. They spent a little too much weird. time on his toes there in, in like a 40-second yeah. trailer. I think they wanted to emphasize the fact that he is wearing sandals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I was like, He's okay. stepping his game up. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Um, I'm sure uh, fighting fans are excited for this, um, and we will look forward to more information in the summer. What did you think of the other announcement with the Capcom fighting collection? I mean, again, we're not huge fighting fans, but um, I guess this is great for for fighting players, right? For fighters that enjoy this type of stuff. And the fact that's going to have like the online capability. I mean, that's great. I think what was it? Darkstalkers or Nightstalkers? I actually played that one back on like PlayStation one or two. And I actually enjoyed that one, so that one okay. kind of piqued my interest a little bit. I've never played any of those games, so nothing. They're all, that they're didn't, all the same, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, that didn't really do much for me. I was like, okay, yeah. like it's it's fine, but you know, it, it's such a the fighting community is such a niche niche, like just it's it's niche in itself, right? And I feel like yeah. they are doing everything in their power to actually kind of continue bringing um, content and bringing like games that people love and enjoy to the forefront so that way it just it doesn't end up dying because like i yeah. feel like there was a high and low for for the fighting um genre where it was like really high at one point when like mortal Kombat and all that stuff came out and now it like went back down and now i think street fighter would be the one to actually bring it back up and actually get people hyped up for it you know yeah for sure i like fighting games like i'm tempted to like buy mortal Kombat one of these days because it's always on the eShop for like 10 bucks Right, and, and those I'm, are fantastic games. They yeah, look amazing. They look amazing. I, they, they got a lot of lore yeah. in there. But. I just can't find myself <laughs> playing it for too long. It doesn't like gravitate towards me as much. You know? I mean, this might be weird to say, but like, how? Do, how? I wonder how the story is, or like how just like the 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 story. Uh, yeah, like the story is for Cap for Street Fighter Six. Like, I wonder, or like Street Fighter games in general. Like, how is that going to play a part into this one? Like, are they going to emphasize more on the story, on online, or both? Like, that's something that I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, I'm sure they got like a story mode or like a campaign mode, and then there's just like just random battles or something. Right? Yeah, but I, see, bet the, I bet the story's okay. Yeah, I feel like they should change that up. You know, but yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, moving on to the next news here: PlayStation VR two design is revealed. Sony revealed the design of the PlayStation VR 2 Tuesday, taking heavy inspiration from the PS5 with the black and white sleek look. Uh, This is quotes here from the PlayStation blog. Our goal is to create a headset that will not only become an attractive part of your living room decor, but will also keep you immersed in your gaming world to the point where you almost forget you are using a headset or controller. That's why we paid very close attention to the ergonomics of the headset and conducted extensive testing to ensure a comfortable feel for a variety of headsets of head sizes. Benj, what do you think of the design? First of all, are you a are you a place are you a VR person? No. <laughs> um, in terms of VR, the best I got is like something you just plug your uh, your phone in, right? Ah. I've, I've never dabbled into it like hardcore because it's quite the hefty price tag, right? One hundred percent, yeah. Um, so I think I mean right now. What'd you say? It's about three forty nine for the uh, the current PlayStation VR. Yes. I mean, for over here, that that's what three ninety nine or more. So it's gonna be about four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars here in Canada. Um, it's, it's gonna be a hefty price tag if I decide to, to drop it on that thing. So. Yeah, I've not been. We've talked about this uh, in previous episodes. I'm not a huge VR guy, and I think yeah. one of my main issues was one, the price tag, right? And two, I think it just never felt the right time to buy it. Yeah. I mean, outside of these like box here that you see me in um there's not much else <laughs> like i don't have a lot of space to like dabble with vr well, i mean i can probably touch both walls right now exactly right so <laughs> yeah. that really wouldn't make sense for for my living space here and on top of that i just don't think that one the games were were anything that i would really play or really make me want to purchase this like you know 300 plus dollar system um the, it's just one of those things where like i feel like kind of like the PlayStation Vita or yeah, PlayStation Vita where Sony put in some of their forefront 
developers, but they didn't really go full out and made like full first party like AAA games or AAA experiences. And yeah. I feel like that's how it was with the PlayStation VR at first. They have some great games, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I, nothing that really made me want to buy um, that experience, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, like over the years, anytime I've dabbled into VR, it always felt like I was on like a roller coaster. Yeah, like, yeah. you're just you're just constantly in motion and you just kind of do things as you're going or something right but i feel like they've veered like far away from that at this point i hope and i guess they just depend on like some good like triple a titles that would probably entice me yeah and i think the closest they've ever got me like close to me actually buying it was resident evil yep. seven was it yeah resident evil seven when they had the vr capability that was cool i'm like okay that would be really cool to actually dive into yeah. the other issue that i have with placing vr in general or just vr in general is the fact that the wires the wires yeah. are a huge thing for me like yeah i have a wire here for my headphones but when it comes to like ha i haven't seen it in its actual like you know complete setup but i know that there's a bunch going on when it comes to yeah. setting up your vr headset you know um it's definitely a wire i'm looking at the picture <laughs> there's one wire now for this one which is nice yeah. but i think for the first one there was multiple wires that connect to other wires that connect to the playstation yeah. 4 like that was like too much too many wires going on there and i think they did a great job trying to tone it down a little bit i think there's just one wire that connects and, and that's it but even then i feel like they could have they could have went the, the the extra mile to just eliminate that and make it completely wireless. Yeah. Although you will be re like removing some of the features like they have. Like I know it, it's like full like full four K and, and a lot of the, the great features that they have right now. I, I'm sure it would be toned down if it was completely wireless. But yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like they could have went that extra mile just to make it completely wireless to get you immersed into the game. You know? Yeah. Well, I think um, this time around it seems like they're putting more emphasis on the controllers because yeah. They're taking some of the uh, the DualShock like technology and kind of implementing it here. Even mm -hmm. the design, it looks more like the Oculus one now. Yeah, it's, it's got like the, the ring that kind of goes over your wrist, right? It looks um, cool. It lo it definitely looks cool. It's sleek, and like I said, it's supposed to like look good in your living room, right? And I think it will. Yeah. But, yeah. With the PS5, I think it looks gorgeous next to it, right? Um, a couple of details that we got from this uh, blog here. The lens adjustment, adjustment dial allows you to match the lens distance between their eyes to optimize view. Uh, slimmer design and a reduction in weight. And also, similar to the DualSense controller, there are tiny PlayStation symbols added to the front and back bands of the headset. Man, that, that, that which I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, to me that's just cosmetic. I mean, they're it's it's cosmetic stuff, of course. Logos but like, go everywhere, right? It's so. a nice touch. It's like, all right, that's that's yeah. that's cool. You guys are, are thinking somewhat. But, but it is nice that they actually reduce the weight of them. So, like yeah. again, they they want it to be super immersive. They don't want you to feel like you're wearing stuff, right? So exactly, it's kind of cool. So we're again, we're both on the same boat. What yeah. do you think would make you want to buy a PlayStation VR two? Like, what would they have to do to sell you on this? They'd have to have a game that's like super duper eye catching to me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a Final Fantasy guy, so yeah. if they had like a Final Fantasy like VRs, I don't know what they. I don't know if they'd just be like you know number sixteen, but it's also got a VR version, or if it's yeah. got its own like exclusive VR, something like that. Um, I don't know if it's maybe Horizon if they if they dove into that because I know Horizon's going to have its own yes ver version. It's not going to be the same one. No, it's but, gonna be a completely different experience for sure. But I mean, that's a beautiful looking game, and I think if you're actually in there looking around, man, I think it'd be kind of dope. So, have you played Horizon? I've been watching people play Horizon. Oh <laughs> I'm saving my money for Elden Ring. Oh, okay, so you're getting Elden oh, Ring. God, yeah. yeah. So if you guys are listening to this on Friday, Happy Elden Ring Day. Obviously, we're recording on Thursday, so this is like pre Elden Ring Day. But um, yeah, I'm super excited to dive into Elden Ring, and dude, I, I'm I can't wait. But it, it's hard because I have. Uh, uh, you know, Horizon on the back burner, and I'm like, I'm playing that as much as I can up until Horizon, uh, up until Elden Ring comes out, and I'm just like, oh man, I'm gonna be backlogged like crazy, dude. I'm backlogged already. Like, I know. Arceus, man, <laughs> I, I still can't get through it, man. I just don't have the time. But some say Rob is still trying to get the Pokemon. You know, so he's trying to wow. still try to fill that Pokedex. So I don't yeah. know. I Let's thought see. last uh, last episode I heard you guys say that he got them all, but maybe he's close. I think he did. Last, but I think he did. Yeah, he, I think he did. But I don't know if he finished. I think the only thing he's missing is like the side quest. Like he didn't fully yeah. complete the game, but he, he got the Pokedex. He, he's fine. He's good. You know yeah, exactly. I mean? yeah. Um, yeah. So this is dope. I think for me, I think you hit you, you nailed it. I think they definitely need to bring in the games. And, and I'm not just talking about games that uh, they kind of port over or, or do like. A, I mean, I know you talked about having like a Final Fantasy VR experience, but I feel like 
in some ways that's kind of just like half-assing things unless they're really fully diving into like a full-fledged final fantasy experience for the vr exclusively and not just like a iron man vr like how they did uh, in previous in the last one yeah well what i'm thinking is like if you're in a battle and you're gonna use like fire or blizzard you like look down it's almost like bioshock and your hands are on fire like that's what i'm thinking like that'd be kind of cool but yeah i don't get you if they would ever do that but i think that's the thing they need to make it they need they need to put in one the the time and effort and they need to have a triple A AAA developer that really understands the VR technology yeah. and understands what people need and want for a VR game because I think me and Rob kind of went back and forth a few times in previous episodes where like to me PlayStation VR or VR in general needs to be something of a short experience in my opinion I don't I can't imagine playing VR like final like like a Resident Evil Seven. I, although I love the idea of playing in VR and getting scared, kind of like having that experience, I don't know if I would love that 10, 12 <laughs> hours down the line. You know yeah. what I mean? It'll be exhausting. And I think I, I just can't imagine VR being this full-fledged 20-hour experience, like graphics galore, like, yeah, let's fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't see that. I like the the small, intimate, more like, you know, little small bite-sized games for VR, you know? Gotcha. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a hefty price tag for some small bite-sized games, right? So I know. Yeah. But that's what you get for an experience. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's what that's what I think they would want to go for. Um, but again, the, the games need to be there. The games need to be something that Sony puts in the budget for and say, hey, um, Bungie or hey, yeah, Bungie or hey, uh, Naughty Dog, like you're not going to make Last of Us 3. You're going to focus on PlayStation VR 2 and you're going to make this amazing game that only you can play on PlayStation VR and it'll blow everyone's socks off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I sure. think that's what they need to do. Yeah, agree. We will see. We will see. Um, well, how much do you think this is going to cost? Oh, man. It's, it's $459 to $499, something like that. Yeah. Because I don't know the competition. I don't know how much they are. But like Oculus, I don't know how much that is. But I can't I can't imagine being $500. That's, a, that's the price of the console. That's the price of a PS5. For sure. When I say $500, i am talking 500 Canadian. For you oh, guys. okay. For yeah. sure, for sure. It might be 400 450 but we're How much is the PS5 over there? Oh, 679 or something like that. There's Oh my god. There's half Jesus. Yeah, I I think this has to be in the 400 to 450 range. I can't imagine it being right on par with PlayStation 5. Like for us PlayStation is 499. Um yeah, I think this would be like a $400 um experience in my opinion, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. Now what do you, what do you think that they'll start releasing like when do you think this will come out um when i was looking at it 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 didn't look like it's coming out this year so i'm thinking probably end of next year probably around christmas time that's like end of next year okay Mm. i think maybe maybe i read it wrong but i I think they're working on it anyways yeah i don't know i don't know see a part of me tells me they this is closer than we think a part of me tells me that they're giving they're giving you these inf- this information like they gave us a, a hefty amount of information a few months back. Uh, this now just being the reveal with some little tidbit information now, I feel like they're just slowly trying to give you that um, information just little by little. I I want to say I'm going to be ballsy. I want to say maybe the end of the end of this year, early next year. It's it's possible. Um, when I did a little bit of research, it said that in the, the PlayStation Four cycle, when they had VR, it was actually on like the third or fourth year, so it mm-hmm. wasn't something they did right away. So I don't know if they try to keep that kind of schedule, but who knows? Who knows, man? And again, I I don't know what PlayStation's motive is, Sony's motive is with this, because I don't know if PlayStation VR is something that people really want. Like, yeah. I don't I don't see the 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 urge for people wanting VR experiences like that like it's cool and all it's kind of reminds me of like the 3D TVs right like yeah. that was like a huge thing when like Avatar came out or something and now it's just kind of like faded away yeah. um, I'm surprised Sony is still putting investing money on this you know like it's just weird to me instead of like making PlayStation Vita two for example you know you guys are big on the Vitas eh <laughs> come on man yeah. that was great I've never even touched one in my life. <laughs> Really? Oh really? my god! Have you, have you played per- stuff, right? but- Persona? Have you played Persona? No, but I hear you guys talking about it. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Yeah. You know what I did? So Rob, he he didn't have a Vita, so I gave him. I'm like, I played Persona. I don't even think I finished. I I probably didn't finish it. I played Persona Golden, and I'm like, Rob, here, you need to play this. 
play this system. I'm giving you, I'm literally handing you my system and you need to play this. Wow. <laughs> and he lived, he lived, you know, he still lived in New York at the time. So I just let him play it. And he calls me. He's like, dude, this is amazing. I think I need to do that with you. I need to, I, <laughs> I, I got to find my Vita somewhere. It's like, sta- it. <laughs> like stashed somewhere. Yeah. And I'll just ship it to you and be like, here, you need to play this game. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I think it's, um, if it's not available, I think it's on Switch now. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't think so. I would, I would know. I would be on that shit if it well, was. Yeah, I think okay. it's rumored. I think it's rumored to be on. Okay. It's coming to Switch, but I don't. I think the rumors have it that it's going to be Persona Five going to be on Switch. I don't know yeah, about Golden though, but we'll see. Okay. Um, I'm hoping. Here's hoping for that. <laughs> News number three here: Call of Duty 2023 is now Call of Duty 2024. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Treyarch's next Call of Duty will not arrive next year. Instead, the game has been delayed until 2024, according to Bloomberg, a very reliable source. So what does this mean? Well, for starters, this is the first time since 2004 that the series has not had a mainline entry consistently. This also comes during Activision's change in the management with Microsoft acquiring uh, Activision Blizzard earlier this year. Bloomberg states the reason behind the delay was due to Call of Duty Vanguard not meeting expectations, even though it was the best-selling game of last year. Several projects are set to fill in the void with post-launch content, a free-to-play unannounced title set for this year, and Warzone 2 set to still release next year with Treyarch's helping with the development as well as delayed Call of Duty game. Uh, So, yeah, this is is interesting. Um, There's an update with that uh, story there. Activision reached out with a statement stating, quote, we have an exciting slate of premium and free-to-play Call of Duty experiences for this year, next year, and beyond. Reports of anything otherwise are incorrect. We look forward to sharing more details when the time is right. End quote. Binge, what, what does this mean? I, I don't know if it means as much as they're letting on. Because like you said, it, it was the best-selling game of 2021. For, mm-hmm. for what that's worth, that must mean like it must have been a really bad year or something, right? Right, right. Um, but I mean, it's for for them. So we're the number one game of the year, and they they took that as a red flag, right? So to me, I, I, that's kind of a weird thing. But I, I honestly, I play Vanguard. I, I still stream it every once in a while. I right, like right. it, but it, but it is buggy. So you, you feel it's a bit of a rush job. Mm-hmm. So if they took an extra year before they put out like the premium Call of Duty content, 100%. I'm all for it. Actually, take some time. Yeah, I I don't. So going back to the news, I don't know what this means i don't know if this is true or not again this is i would consider this as a, a, a not it's, it's kind of like a little bit above a rumor because bloomberg is a very reliable source and they yeah. won't post anything unless they are for sure uh, but then it, it kind of takes it back when activision states you know this is not true you know you kind of they're kind of vague in that statement as well right they, so they are because they're saying like hey you know we're, we're still putting out content every year like and it's true they're gonna have the free content they're eventually yep. gonna have the, the new modern warfare right so they are gonna be continuously putting out content it's just the one that you're expecting in 2023 exactly you gotta kind of read between the lines sometimes with yeah. these statements but um i think if it is true i think this is a much needed change for call of duty because yeah. i mean we've talked about this before in previous episodes like call of duty has gotten stale at least for us right yeah. and that's one of the main reasons why me and rob stopped playing the game uh, we, we stopped playing Warzone because it just felt very stale. And then with that recent update that they had when they changed the whole layout and, and, and our map, it just didn't feel like Call of Duty anymore. It just felt like I was reverting back to older titles and I just wasn't having fun anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and Call of Duty, uh, like Vanguard being like the best-selling game of last year, that is impressive. Nothing really too... Um, like I, I, I expected that to happen for for a Call of Duty game because yeah. they, they typically sell pretty well, but I don't know if now Microsoft acquiring Activision if that means okay this is selling well but it's also reviewing poorly or it's not the best. Not, I'm, yeah. I wouldn't say it's reviewing poorly, but it's not the it's not being reviewed as on par with other Call of Duty games, right? Sure. And I don't know if they take a look at that and kind of make a consideration of that part. Um, and if that is maybe taking a year off from Call of Duty might be the best thing for it, right? Because then it will make an even bigger impact when it comes out. People are going to be fiending for a Call of Duty for a while. Yeah, exactly. And 
on top of that, it's going to probably sell well, way better than before. And it's going to have probably higher reviews because it took the time to actually get to where it needed to be, you know? For sure. And I kind of wonder too, if there's anything behind the scenes where they're thinking like, this doesn't just affect them. This is going to cut into like PlayStation sales as well. Right. So PlayStation, like who knows, it probably outsold the Xbox. And if that's the number one game, you you just took the wind out of their sales too, right? hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't know. There could be a little bit of that behind the scenes too. Yeah. So I mean, this could be good. This could be good for Call of Duty. It could be good for Activision and Microsoft. Um, I think it does need that time off. And I think, Yep. It's weird because it has uh, they have a couple things in line for for this year. I'm curious to know what that free to play game is though, because they definitely made it clear that it's not they're not talking about Warzone two as no, being the free to play. Like, uh, the mobile game or something. It could be like an update ah, for the mobile game. Because mm-hmm. I just seen a thing too, like the mobile game. You know, they're they're making some bank on that too. They so. make bank for that. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. So that that could be like a another like a part two to that. So that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, otherwise, regardless, I think it's exciting news for for people like me where I kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, and if they can bring back that hype, because I think that's what Call of Duty needs is because I feel like back in the day when 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 you when they announced a Call of Duty game, people were like all eyes on that. Like we were like, holy shit, another Call of Duty game. And I think the story had a lot to do with it too, because they had these very like, um, um, you know, story driven kind of like cinematic yeah. uh, story parts to, to the game that made you really like want to play those games. Um, and now I, I, I feel like they kind of fell off on that sense, but if they can wait another year and then actually make come back with a bang, I think that would be perfect. And again, Treyarch doing this. I don't know. I'm not a yeah. huge Treyarch fan, so it's, I don't know. We'll see. I, I feel yeah. I mean, like with Activision, I, I could be wrong, but I think Activision's in charge of uh, like Guitar Heroes. I think Guitar Hero went yes. through the same kind of thing before. Where yes. It's like, dude, there's like every year there's like the Beatles, there's Aerosmith. There's, there's like, dude, the game can only change so much like year exactly. after year. Give it some time, man, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And then so we, trans- we, we transitioned over to Apex and I, I can definitely see the, the the quality in game right yeah. i'm playing apex and i the first two hours i'm just like holy shit like this feels really good like yeah. just the, the gameplay feels good it looks great like i feel like i'm playing a completely different game than yeah. i was with warzone you know um so yeah this this could be good for sure how, how you how you how you, how are you with apex right now i, I don't think you played it much huh I haven't played it much. I think I've played it probably four times. Like the fourth time I was actually getting kills. So I was kind of excited. Okay. The first two, I was just like, dude, I don't think I'm doing anything to contribute, but. Oh, time. I, so we haven't played much, but I, I think we were getting better. And then we kind of stopped playing for a little bit. Yeah. It's, that game is hard. I, I'm not going to lie. That game is really hard. It's weird. Cause like I, I dabble with a bunch of different shooting games. I'll go Splitgate, I'll go Vanguard. I'm doing apex once in a while. And uh, even Fortnite. The hit markers are all completely different. Like I could go 100%. split gate, go nineteen and one, and I yep. go a- apex. Can't get a kill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's weird. there's something about apex that the hit marker it, it takes a there's a huge learning curve when it oh, comes God, to yeah. to playing apex. And I, I and I just, I just I, I'm not able to put my finger on it. I don't know what exactly it is. I don't know if it's the hit boxes. I don't know if it's just I I, I don't understand the guns like or the characters. Like I don't know what it is, but. It's so much harder to play, and it, it almost makes me want to play even more because of how difficult it is to, to kind of like get into it, right? Because that learning yeah. curve is so steep. I feel like it is something that I want to kind of overcome, you know? For sure, and it could just be a matter too of like you said, if a lot of people gravitate towards Apex, like the, this could be the like the the cream of the crop. This could be the best players in the world you're playing against, right? And it's just like good luck. So yeah, and I'm so used to playing Warzone, right? Yeah. That I feel like you know I could get like. 10, like 20 kills or like 10 kills in one match or something like that but then with uh apex i'm just like i'm not getting anything like you said i'm not contributing at all so yeah it, it was definitely a weird balance to switch over from warzone to apex but we'll see yeah. we definitely need to get a game in though we need to get into oh, apex because it kind of reminds me too of like uh, on the wii u i had black ops 2 on the wii u of all things yeah so i go to play playstation i, I couldn't get a kill i go to wii u man i'm a fucking monster dude <laughs> same thing with um fortnite i was yeah trash i was trash on pc right yeah. i switched over to switch yeah killing it i exactly. was killing it. i was like i don't know if i'm just nasty on the switch or if people are just garbage but i'm, it's, I'm it's something like that it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right let's get into number three here uh, i'm sorry number four pokemon presents this sunday 
So the Pokemon Company will stream a new episode of The Pokemon Presents on Sunday, February 27th, the day also known as Pokemon Day. Sunday's Pokemon Presents live stream, basically the equivalent of a Pokemon-focused Nintendo Direct, will kick off at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time, and will run about 14 minutes, according to a tweet from the Pokemon Twitter account for Japan. So, Kevin, the Pokemon master here. What does what are you excited for this? Because this came out today, like this was announced today. Um, well, I mean, it's Pokemon Days every year. They they always have something that they're going to be pushing, yep. right? Yep. Um, this one feels much more like just talking a lot of a lot of updates. I I can't see them talking about a new game. Like, okay, people are going to be diving into Arceus now. I think probably for a year or more before yeah. before we talk about anything like a new game or a remake. Um, but I, I did see a little bit of a list of the things that they will be talking about because it's about six days they're going to be leading up towards it. Um, so you're going to see a lot of things like the Pokemon Cafe, Sword and Shield is going to have like a new uh, boss raid. So it's just going to be things like that. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Do you think they'll announce the next gen, Gen 9? Is it? No, no, I don't think Not so. At all. Okay. It would be a heftier presentation if it was, right? Yeah, no, I think so too. But I mean, we just, we just got this one, man. I feel like we just got Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. It's like, again, let things stew for a bit, man. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm 100% with you. I don't think this is anything to to go crazy over. I think this is probably more updates than anything, just giving yeah. you a little bit more updates. Maybe like a, a best case scenario, you probably get like a Arceus, um, I don't know, like a DLC of some sort, maybe down yep. the line. Like they'll say, hey, like there's something like more content coming out for Arceus. Yeah. Um, but like you said, more updates on Pokemon Cafe and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't see this being something major. I, I know I saw people on Twitter saying like, oh, maybe Gen 9 will be announced or, or start showing some of the Pokemon there. Um, I'm saying that right, right? Gen 9, is it? It would be the, Gen 9, yeah. Gen 9, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, you guys are going a little bit too crazy. I don't think that's going to be the case, but... I can definitely see this just being a few minutes of like, hey, like, you know, Pokemon Arceus did well. Uh, Pokemon Diamond Pro is doing great, too. Here's a few updates for this. Here's a few updates for that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of something well, I, that I know, will I know blow one someone's thing, socks off, but I don't. I can't see it happening. It won't blow socks off, but I, I, I'm expecting them to finally have Pokemon Home include Brilliant Diamond, Shiny Pearl, ah. and Arceus. It's got to be so, like. Yeah, I, I pay for that, man. Month. Yeah, <laughs> like I want to get my Pokemon in these games, man. Like seriously, what are you doing? yeah, that's a good point. They haven't mentioned that at all, right? Like they that that was announced of was it last year, no year before, or something like that. And I mean, we don't have much to go by from that, right? So that could that could be that could be something that they they mentioned. I just it's just weird that with Nintendo, when it comes to Nintendo and Pokemon Company, that they they just go do their own thing, you know, like they. Yeah. A 14 minute presentation, like just out of nowhere, there's like, yeah, we're doing this. Like, this is well, it. The thing is, that they got their hands in so many things. So, I mean, it, it could be like a, a hefty presentation because it's 14 minutes, right? Like, yeah. you know, 49 seconds. We see what we, Street Fighter can do. Ah, very but, true. I mean, there's Pokemon Unite, there's the Pokemon Go, there's all kinds of stuff that they can talk about, but none of it necessarily like, appeals to me. Yeah, I mean, this is more so of a direct format, I feel like. So, like a Nintendo direct format. So, I can see them like blowing past a lot of these um, updates, right? Like, like yeah. you said, Pokemon Unite, that'd be a good one to actually show uh, new, new content for, right? Like releasing new skins or a new Pokemon. Like, that'd be cool to see. Little things like that. I could definitely see them giving us or, or giving Pokemon fans like just enough to be like, okay, this was, this was solid, you yeah. know? And if, if they do go with like a new game route, it's going to be something probably like Pokemon Snap. Something that's just like, it's not really like the mainline stuff. It's just kind of something to, to hold you over until the new one comes. Something like, I don't know if you ever played this, but Pokemon Puzzle League for the N64. Dude, I man, remember it, but I that was fun, man. I mean, it, it, it? Like, nowadays it would almost be just like a mobile game. But I mean, sure, they, sure. Something like that, just something low key, right? They can do something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever play Pokemon um, or have you played the new one, uh, Pokemon Snap 2? I haven't no, but I, I watched a lot of footage on it. But it's so weird because not uh, you just brought it up, so it just made me think about it. Not that many people played it, or it just kind of it came and and went like it just like it yeah. was weird, you know. And I and I feel like that would have been something that people would really gravitate towards and love, but just kind of. I mean, I I liked well. it as a kid because I I own it for the N sixty four as well. But yeah, same. It, it's back to like the VR conversation. Like when you're on like a little roller coaster, there's only so much you can do. You know sure, I mean? sure. And I just, I just remember having a fantastic time with it. Like, I just remember 
really good times with uh, Pokemon Snap and just having for sure going back to to each level and trying to get Mew, trying to trying to see Mew. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it, it captures that same nostalgia, but I don't know, man. Eighty bucks is getting hard to spend every single time, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, eighty bucks, dude. Damn, Jesus Christ. They're seventy nine ninety nine right on the shelf. It's brutal. Oh my God, jeez. Well. Uh, so expect some information regardless on February 27th on Sunday. So um, yeah. we'll look forward to that. Absolutely. Um, so, Benj, we are done with the news for the week. Let's get into our same segment but different name, Endgame Chat. All right. So uh, let's discuss some video game film adaptations. Love it. Um, I, I want to talk about that a little bit here on in-game chat, just because I think it's a little fun topic to talk about, especially uh, what made me talk about this was the Uncharted movie that came out this month. Um, it just kind of seeing like how much we've come right with, with like all these movie adaptations and, and show ad- adaptations. I feel like we've come a long way. Oh, yeah. And um, I just want to point out some of the movies and shows that we've had in recent time just to see like what we've had and, and how far we've gone with these movie adaptations. So we've had uh, Silent Hill, Ace Attorney, Warcraft, Rampage, Tomb Raider, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Monster Hunter, Werewolves Within, Mortal Kombat, Uncharted that just came out, and then the Super Mario Bros. movie that's coming out sometime this year, I think in March. Um, and then shows, as far as shows go, I don't have a, all the shows for for uh, video game adaptations, but we have The Witcher, the Cuphead show that just came out. Have you it's seen that? Good. No, I, I've seen it on my Netflix. I'm, I'm ready to Dude, watch it. Dude, it is good. It's it's like oh, a God. fun little uh, – we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> we have Halo that's coming out in March. Yeah. The Last of Us that has just been delayed to 2023. And then the Untitled Knuckle series that was just announced, I think, this month as well. So, yeah, we've we've come a long way, right? We've had – video we had we've had movies like um uh, the 1993 super mario bros movie that was in my opinion was pretty great when it was at the time when i was young but looking back now it's like pretty shitty right i love it you still love it holy <laughs> to this shit day, i love it man i mean i'm not hating it. i'm not knocking on it like i think it was fantastic but if i look back at it now i'm just like yeah like it's a little rough around the edges here we've also had the 1994 street fighter uh movie and then the 1995 Mortal Kombat movies, so I'm on board with all of these. Right? You, you love all of those. Okay, I love so them. Those all. are okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So I guess we'll start with the questions here. What, what make what makes you love them so much? Like why why do you love those specific movies so much? Um, I think it's just because as a kid, when you see like Super Mario Brothers and you're like Blockbuster or something like that, yeah. you're like, geez, let's watch this. What what I actually liked about them is they didn't stay completely true to the source material. Okay. They took some creative liberties, right? And I actually yep. like that. I'm like, dude, I never thought of like the bombs being little twist little bombs. You know I mean, like, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for it, but I don't know a lot of people didn't like it. <laughs> so, do you feel that way for uh, Mortal Kombat as well? And oh yeah, for, yeah, Street okay. Fighter, love it, Jean Claude Van Damme. Come on, dude. Jesus, <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I'm kind of on the boat with everybody else, where I feel like they were great at the time for sure especially yeah, yeah. when i was a kid right like oh my god seeing these video game adaptations transition over to a movie seeing them in full-fledged like voice actors and having them like actually see them as like a real human being as an actual actor yeah. that was like kind of like a a crazy moment right you're like holy shit like mario he's a like a real life person and you're like seeing him do these things that you see in video games like that's really cool i think though it 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 depends on who's making these movies. And I feel like if you don't know much of the source material, I get kind of diving into a little different route, right. And just changing it up a little bit, but you also need to kind of stay true to what it is sometimes. Right. Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, like if if you stay true to what it is, it's a video game. So you're you're already taking it out of its normal comfort zone. You're you're cramming a game that could take you say 12 hours for like a Mario game or something. Right. Uh You got like an hour and a half. So, I mean, you have to make some changes. You have to cram things in. And I, like I said, I like that they took some some liberties there. I agree. I think, so take the Uncharted movie, right? I, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm sure you haven't either. But um, from what I've heard, it's, it's, a, it's a great action movie, right? But it doesn't really stay true to what Uncharted was. And I think a lot of it has to do with 
I mean, I'm not sure if it's just the casting, right? When you have like Mark Wahlberg as like Sully, which is kind of yeah. weird to me. I don't know if that's, Same. but again, it's, it's different. It's whatever. But I think changing too much of what made that game like really, you know, shine yeah. can take away from the experience of the movie, right? Because I think a lot of it is when we play a video game, you're not really focused on what you're doing as far as gameplay wise, like you're like the controls, you're actually trying to progress through this, uh, this movie that you're watching essentially, because essentially right at this point, we're, we're watching movies now, right? With exactly. these graphics and, and like how the narrative is. Um, if you if you stick to that and then translate that to a movie, I agree. If you keep that to the same point where like, oh, you're, you're just re regurgitating everything that you've seen on the game to the movie, it's going to be a game. It's the same thing, right? But I think it needs to kind of be a happy medium. I think it just needs to be make sure that you give players that play this game and are fans of it a nod into the, like going into the movie and you're like oh i remember that from this scene or oh i know exactly what he's talking about because i played the game like things like that will really make people watch this and enjoy it more i agree um it, it, i think it's tougher when it comes to a game like uncharted because yeah you have those those like movie-like cutscenes, mm -hmm. so you can definitely pick and choose like okay let's just take this we'll just adapt it for, for exactly the film but then it draws a direct comparison because you do have drake and now you get Tom Holland playing Drake, and it's just like there's a stark difference here. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It, it stands out more. Where, where you take something like let's say 1993 Super Mario Brothers, you can have Bob Hoskins as Mario because yep. we, we don't have like anything close to like a realistic looking Mario to compare it to. That's where I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give them the pass. But like Tom Holland, love him as an actor, love him as Spider Man. Sure. It's just he seemed too young, my guy. Yeah, too young. And I think what they were trying to do with the movie was compress all the parts of uncharted and keep it into one like what you saw like an hour and a half worth of movie exactly. um i think there's i think they i was confused at first because i thought tom holland at first was going to be younger drake right i thought that was he, i think that's like what modern. they were yeah. but this is modern drake and i'm like okay well that doesn't really make sense because he looks way younger than what drake originally looks like exactly and he's and they took a direct scene from uncharted 3 right the plane scene yeah and i'm like that that looks cool and all but it I don't know if it's just the actors that they made portray these these video game characters that it just doesn't really click well for me, or if it's just they're trying to bundle up one, two, three, and four and combine it into one and a half hours worth of content. I just don't see that making which, sense. Which is a weird play because I mean, if you cast somebody like Tom Holland, you're you're looking more long term. You know I mean, let's right. do let's do a trilogy. So why wouldn't you just do one, two, and three? You know what right. I mean? I don't know. Hey, I don't. I don't or, and again, and and sometimes I prefer the shows. Sometimes shows yeah. give you a better perspective of like what the uh, director is trying to portray in these things because you have enough time to kind of stretch out that information for for viewers and audiences, and you don't have to kind of cram it into one movie. You know, this helps the the people watch it and kind of like consume it better. Take Witcher, The Witcher, for example, like fantastic show on Netflix, and you're able to understand each character and, and see their faults and see like what they're trying to portray right yeah um based off of those our shows or our episodes you know yeah but things like witcher like there's a novel that goes with it there's obviously all the games that go with it so mm -hmm. there's lots of lore built up um again i'm always going to go back to say mario mm -hmm. like I, I think the mario movie technically nailed all the elements of a mario game you've got a brother two brothers they got to mm -hmm. save the princess mm -hmm. in like a mushroom kingdom against like a dragon at the end they did all those things they checked all yeah. those boxes right they did there's not yeah. much more they can like I don't know, unless you're going especially to go at the time right yeah exactly yeah i i, I get you i agree they, they um, could so, do like a roger rabbit kind of a way maybe sure yeah that's true so as far as like what we've been getting recently so let's start with um i don't know let's throw pokemon detective pikachu right so that came out yeah. in 2019 for me i think I mean, there there were movies that came out prior to that. We have Ace Ace Attorney, Warcraft, Silent Hill, Rampage. Oh, uh, not Rampage. Uh, Silent Hill, Warcraft. All those game, uh, all those shows. What, like, do you think Pokemon Detective Pikachu was the first, like, the pinnacle of like actually making these movies stand out for for an adaptation to like you know for games? I, I Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if I if I said that correctly. I think definitely for like Nintendo, anyways, because. Mm. Then obviously you got a big time actor. You got Ryan Reynolds in there, but the movie did well, and I think it was received well. So I think that 
probably gave them a little bit of a green light when it comes to the new Super Mario that's coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, did you, did you watch Pokemon? Oh yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Movie. Okay. Just making sure. Um. Yeah. I, I think that to me, when I saw Pokemon Detective Pichu, I'm like, holy shit, they did it. Like yeah, yeah. they they nailed it. Like this is exactly what I wanted in a Pokemon movie. You know. Exactly. And the the collaboration with Ryan Reynolds and having. Uh, him as Pikachu, like that's brilliant. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. just brilliant. I think they did a phenomenal job with that. And then I think what what made Pokemon so great in in people's eyes is just the fact that they, again, to me, they they stuck to the core. They 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 gave you the the story that they wanted to to give you, but they also threw in little Pokemon in the background that you don't really. You know, they didn't have any screen time or anything, but you see, like, you know, Bulbasaur in the background. You see, like, other Pokemon. And you're like, oh, shit, you saw that Pokemon battle in the beginning. Like, exactly. you always envision, like, how, how that would really be like. And you actually see that being shown in a movie. Like, that was something that really stuck to the audience, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that works where you have, like, animated characters normally with, you know, like, real-life people. I, I didn't know if it was going to work when it came to Sonic, but I thought Sonic pulled it off as well, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, that was I. I don't know if I enjoyed the story based off of it, but okay. again, having the connection with Sonic and then having them have like actual actors and having like that three D animation, I think that really works well. Yeah, and it just makes it for like a fun, fun movie. Because I, I, well, I say Sonic was great, probably not, but I, I think it was a, a okay show. It was a good, it was a good movie. You know, I keep saying show. It was a good movie. Oh yeah. Um. It you know, for what it was. It outperformed expectations. And 100%. It, had, it had that rough start where they had like the weird looking Sonic first. Yeah. But even in the beginning of the movie, like there's that quick scene where he's actually in like Emerald Hills and you see him running around the ring and stuff. Perfect I, example. I, I I honestly wouldn't want to watch a whole movie like that. Because really? Because then, then it would it would have just felt like the game and it would, wouldn't oh. felt any different, right? Oh, see, this is where we I think this is where we <laughs> kind of like bump heads here. Oh, that's bit. interesting. See, I love that part. I was like, oh, I want more of that. I want to see. I like I you know what I mean? Like I want to see that. And, yeah. and and especially in the end when you saw Tails, like that was cool. It's like a little nod to, to fans, right? For sure. That's what I like. And I and I like that from what it looks like, um the film industry is starting to understand games a little bit more i think they're starting to take it more serious and i think yep. they're starting to understand like okay what is it that makes that make people want to watch this what makes it that people really enjoy um movies with game um characters in it like you know what i mean i think that they're taking it a little bit more into consideration yeah for sure um with shows as well right like the shows oh, especially yeah. i think they're doing a great job i think halo is going to be great I, I'm not again huge Halo, but Halo is going to be phenomenal. Uh, Cuphead is fucking, it's cool. It's just really fun to watch. It reminds me of like Felix the Cat. Oh, Felix the Cat, what's that? What Felix you don't know Felix the Cat? No, I don't. Hang <laughs> it's, on, it's got that weird like old timey like style. Then like when, when I first seen Cuphead on the screen, oh yeah yeah I know who that is yeah 100 percent yeah yeah it's like a, I was, that weird kind of darkness to it like mm -hmm. yeah, I was like gonna that. say. Not not more so of like how of like the the old kind of style it has, but more so of like Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, yes. Right, I think yeah. it has that kind of um, animation style, in my yeah, opinion, and sure. and I love it. And I think it has like the comedy of like SpongeBob or something. I don't know, like it just has like that little fun, like yeah. Know, the the it's just cool. I, I think it's a great show, and it's just fun to just like even my son is watching and he's like loving it. You know, he has yeah. no idea what's going on. Yeah, I think it's gonna do well. As far as like uh like Last of Us, for example. Mm -hmm. I think another important thing that people or the film industry is doing is that they're bringing in developers that are actually tied to the move to the game yeah, and bringing them into the actual film, you know, to the, to the show or movie that they're trying to make and getting their feedback or, or making them a director in some sort and just kind of seeing like what it is that makes the game stand out so much, you know, and kind of getting ideas from them. Yeah, and I, I think it's something they could do. Like we have like PlayStation Studios. So I know PlayStation actually had like a Ratchet and Clank movie or something like that. Like they did, years. yeah, they did, and it, it it did pretty. It was pretty cool. It was pretty decent. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know if it did well, but it, it was pretty cool. But I think it's all within the wheelhouse of like Sony PlayStation, right? So they mm -hmm. they can just hey, we, you develop the game. We just need you over here to kind of be like a producer. Just guide them. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I think this is great. Uh, great. So as of right now, the list that I just. Uh, said right now what do you think is your favorite movie slash show out of this you don't want to hear Mario? It? Is you it don't want to hear it? yeah it is oh my god 
Dude, like I remember watching it as a kid, and ever since then, I was a big fan of Bob Hoskins and, and John Leguizamo. You know, Mario yeah. Luigi. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, man, I follow their career. So I'm a Mario dude. Okay, I mean, I, I'm not hating on it. I, I think it was a great movie for what it was, um, yeah. and I haven't seen it in a while too. I haven't seen it in years, so maybe it could surprise me. But it's got it's got the campiness, right? So I'm yeah, not, yeah. not saying it's the best movie ever made, but like no, for sure, it hits a certain thing for me. So yeah, 100. Yeah. percent For me, I would probably say out of this list that I said it. I would probably say Pokemon Detective Pikachu because again, it was just one of the, the, those moments when I went with Rob to watch it and I went into that movie theater and coming out of it, I'm like, damn, they fucking did it. Like yeah. I was not, I had low expectations for this movie and for it to come out and actually exceed my expectations and actually made me laugh and enjoy just the characters and just want to see more and be in that like world more. Like want to yeah. see what happens with like, where do they, where do they take this movie? Like, that that was great that was that was awesome i'm like yeah this is definitely like one of my favorite gaming adaptations in a, in a movie you know yeah i think honestly sonic had that feel for me i i felt like the yeah Pokemon i was close one, with sonic too yeah yeah um and what was the other one um even the the old tomb raiders i, I didn't like the newest tomb raider i actually liked mm. the angelina jolie yeah yeah, yeah I, I like those ones man like that was cool I, I did like that one too they're fun i'm and trying to think she, of any i know looks, i didn't she looks like laura croft way more oh way more right yeah, she yeah. is a hundred percent laura croft oh, gotcha. uh, i feel like they actually took uh angelina jolie and based laura croft out of her like, Maybe, i feel yeah. like that's what they did <laughs> uh i know there's more i just added these based off of what i saw from ign but yeah. there has oh, to be more i just can't think of any yeah, there's um, tons, but even like League of Legends, they're doing that now on. Uh, oh Netflix, my! Right? Did you watch that? I haven't. <laughs> oh my god, that show is. But that that should have made the list, shouldn't it? Right? It should have made the list, right? I don't know why I didn't add it, but that was a phenomenal show. You yeah. have to watch that. I definitely. I, actually, you know what? You fucked. Oh damn! You might have changed my mind. Oh, that no. might be my favorite show because I remember wow. when I finished that show, I'm like, dude, this is fucking great like the way they made this show made me want to play league of legends it made me want to care about the characters but did you play league of legends no you didn't i didn't play the 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 tactical one but i did purchase on switch the rpg version that they have nice because of that show because of that show i was like all right you know what that's what they're doing they they know what they're doing oh they got me there i was like you know what and i played it and it's actually a decent game yeah um but yeah you know what yeah, it might be. It might be that. It might be the League of Legends one. Yeah, so no, they're they're definitely crushing it. And like you said, if they're bringing in the developers from the actual games themselves, it's going to make it that much better every time. So, hundred percent. Well, um, any final thoughts on the film adaptation part of it? Um, again, for me, when it comes to this, I'd rather see them do games that you can't necessarily visualize in your head as a movie. So, sure, Mario, Sonic's things like that, because there's story there, but it's not super deep. Things okay. like Uncharted and stuff, it's almost a movie already in and of itself. Yeah, right? especially with these high-fidelity gameplay and, and graphics yeah. that you're seeing now. It's kind of hard to kind of transition that over to a movie. You know? Yeah, I mean, even if you took, like, say, Uncharted 1, and you just chopped out all of the cinematic scenes, I bet you it's like a two-hour movie. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, so one last question before we leave. Sure. What movie, what game would you like to be what game would you like to show over and transition over to a film, whether it's movie or show? Well, we, we spoke about it earlier, and I know they took a couple stabs at it in different ways, but uh, Final Fantasy. Ah, like, like, that like, would be really like cool. A real one. Like, I know they had Spirits Within. That was, yeah, right? And then they've, yeah. they've done, like, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. They've done sure. different things. Classic. Like, yep. like, a full-fledged live-action Final Fantasy. Live-action. I'm, I'm down for it. I'd be a hundred percent down for that, dude. Yeah. Give me a live action Final Fantasy movie or show. I'd be a hundred. There, okay. There has to be. That has to be happening. There's no yeah. way how popular Final Fantasy is. There's no way they're not thinking about it, or at least had talks about it. You know. Yeah. I mean, deep cut Final Fantasy Nine, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. I mean, and I'm I'm like a Kingdom Hearts fan myself. Yeah. I know it'd be super weird, but if they made something similar to like you know the, the whole Pokemon Detective Pikachu or Sonic and just they have Sora it, and then have Mickey Mouse and have Goofy and Donald, oh my fucking god, that'd be fucking that'd be nuts. <laughs> that'd be nuts. Oh man. All right, guys. Well, um, this has been the Gaming Duel Podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, uh, head on over to our website www.gamingduelpod.com. Give us a follow, leave a review, follow us there, check it out. 
Uh, this helps our podcast get noticed in the algorithm. Alongside our website, uh, we will be having a merchandise store later this year. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, it'd be exciting. We're, we're going to implement that into our website. So stay tuned for that. Um, Kevin, as always, thank you for coming. You're awesome. Thank you for uh, stepping up and, and kind of taking Rob's role for, for today. Obviously, he's not missing, guys. No, he's, I was he's joking. Coming like, he's coming back next week, so yeah. we're all good here. Um, so where can people fo- uh, follow you? Pretty much YouTube. It's probably your best bet. Um, like I said, I, I do have a Twitch account, but there's nothing over there. So I'm, I'm YouTube trying to grow that fan base. I'm just over 300 subscribers now. So Hell yeah. Yeah, just trying congrats, to get to 500. Congrats. That's the goal I'm getting to right now. So That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, check them out at Bingeworthy Gaming. And uh, any final thoughts, Binge? Not much, man. You know, I, I like what you guys are doing. I like the revamp of the channel. And hopefully things thank you, are thank uh, you. kind of moving in and up for you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, until next time, Gaming Duel out. Peace.